Welcome to the Bourbon and Browns podcast, where the size of the fish doesn't matter, but the amount of bourbon left in your flask does. Join us as we talk life, fishing, and everything in between with your hosts, Justin and Bryce. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Uh, ma- making our fifth appearance here on uh, Bourbon and Browns podcast, uh, Bryce and Justin, as always. We've been away for a couple weeks, but there's been a lot going on, to say the least. So we are, we're back. We're excited to, uh, to chat with you guys and just kind of give you an update, kind of what's going on with us. And, you know, maybe talk some fishing-related topics, but uh, Justin, my man what's what's good what's up man yeah uh, we're gonna try and try and get some fishing related topics in um there hasn't been even a lot though of, we haven't been fishing yeah there really hasn't been a lot of fishing going on which is kind of a bummer um i mean bryce bryce is moving halfway across the moving. well pretty much all the way across the country yeah back to the uh back to the south my friends yeah yeah i mean that's exciting the day has come kind of i mean <laughs> could have chosen a slightly better location maybe but hey it's an outdoorsman's paradise it is so it, it, it fits is. me pretty well uh from an army standpoint you know it's it's okay but i'll make do yeah i mean unfortunately like you're kind of kind of stuck they don't exactly have a uh an army fort a post in bozeman montana or like salt lake city utah or anything but if they did if they did they would draw a hell of a crowd. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be a good crowd. That'd be the hard work. That would be the most hardworking, down-to-earth army base in the army. That would be a hell of a division, to be honest it would. with you. It would. Yeah, I would aspire to be the commander of that division if it existed. I'd want to go there. I'd probably go back in the army to go yeah, out I bet the you Bozeman. Would. If it was like, I can guarantee you to uh, to remain at this post for the rest of your career. <laughs> yes, exactly. I would definitely get back in. Which is frustrating because there's there's National Guard opportunities, obviously, every state. But if you're gonna be if you're gonna be part time army, uh, you know, once once you're up in the ranks, you're, you, I mean, it basically becomes a full time job, regardless if you're active guard reserve, which is a full time position, or if you're actually gonna be just you know doing your time, if you will. But but since you're an officer, you're gonna be putting in the hours, you know. So now it's like, how do you balance? basically a full-time job with the army even though you're not getting paid as as full-time and then also a full-time job on the civilian side it just doesn't make sense yeah i mean it's tough i mean i'm i'm struggling right yeah. now just trying to yeah with the know. one thing let alone trying to balance maybe putting together a training plan for for a national guard unit like that'd be a that'd be a nightmare yeah it'd be like come on knuckleheads survival week we're going out this to is the what you woods. say to your fly rod and your fly fishing gear that's exactly Ta-da-da. what i say <laughs> so long gay boys so long gay boys <laughs> That's what I say. I'm like, all right, let's go. Let's go, <laughs> you been, clowns. We've been doing that lately. I got the guys saying it, like, when we go to the gym and in class. They say, toodaloo. Like, <laughs> oh, the mi- <laughs> Dude, Mr. Chow references? Y- yeah, Mr. Chow. <laughs> so we've we've got everybody doing There's that. There's an Asian in the trunk. Yeah, no shit. So. But, yeah, man, I mean, uh, speaking of reserve stuff, um, I got an email from, like, the uh, – it was, like, some E7 that, that runs, like, the Philadel- greater Philadelphia area – national guard whatever and uh he hits me up and he accidentally sent a bunch of like the incentive like the bonuses for like coming back 
into the uh, the reserves from the IRR, and uh, it was like ten grand for some enlisted MOSs, like a, just a ten grand bonus for like a three year reserve contract, and uh, I was like feeling a little f- you know froggy, so I was like, all right, let me uh, let me see what's up here, because there's no way I'm going back to the reserves. It's a waste of time, and uh, I sent him an email. I'm like, yeah, if I could get like a fifty k bonus come back in i'll come back in for 10 I'll, I'll come back i'll come back in for 15 like just hands down dude. i'll spend the rest of my life in the reserves for 50k right now yeah he didn't respond to that so yeah there's there was no response he's like not nah, he's like not this piece of shit again not today satan <laughs> i'm not falling for this one no it's like what do you however what do you bring to the table uh, uh yeah nothing. what exactly do you bring yeah. that constitutes yeah, nothing. a fifty thousand dollar yeah. for all oh. i know this poor guy is like jumping through hoops like talking to congressmen and senators yeah, right now <laughs> like trying to get trying this to authorized get 50K. <laughs> <laughs> i'd probably do it then like i'd feel so bad like i'd be like uh yeah okay why not all right so i'm not i know i know like our our listeners can't see you but uh just so you guys know justin has a pretty lavish looking grizzly adams beard right now and i'm really jealous if i didn't know you were working like like a real job right now i would say you were a full-time trout bum 100 percent. i mean that's what i'm going for oh okay that's that's great you should have seen me like two weeks ago when it was first starting to grow in I looked like uh, just nice and patchy. I looked like a patchy like patches of Hulahan yeah, boys. Cheshire cat like with whiskers. <laughs> like I definitely could have like curled my the edge of my whiskers up. It was like super lame. Oh Raleigh Altimos boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting crazy with it. Yeah. Yeah. Get some get some stash wax yeah, boys. I like I like didn't and then you can then you can put on your furled leader too. It's a it's a win win. <laughs> Just, just rub it. Just rub it through yeah. my whiskers. Yeah, just rub your furled leader on your mustache. Yeah, hell yeah, that's a great it, idea. That's a great idea. Or you idea. could start making furrow leaders out of your mustache. Just trim it. Ooh. Start using that for your, for your flies. I'm, I'm getting real hippie then. Yeah, that's, like, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a next that's, level. That's a whole other level right there. Yeah. That actually be kind of impressive to do that. That would, for like, sure. Yeah, I would buy one. Yeah, like there'd be some judgment going on there. I'd probably charge like 100 bucks for it. You'd you have know? to because the, the production of those would be uh, extremely slow. Yeah, it's like completely man very, completely man resourced and made with my <laughs> bare hands. and. Well, they made it out of horse hair. That's obviously a lot more readily available than yeah. mustache hair, but. It's not my mustache knows? hair, though. You'll know mm-hmm. what kind of properties this mustache hair has. That's right. You know, it could, For all I know, it could be like the greatest leader material of all time. It could. Right? It could have some other things in there, but that's for that's don't a discussion. You, don't you time. don't you dare! What are you insinuating? Uh, how dare <laughs> how dare you? Anything. How dare you? You're a professional. <laughs> I, I'm above a, the rest. I'm a professional. All right, we don't I'm talk expert, about that type I'm of thing. Professional. Yeah. We, we, oh, never, what are you reciting the, you'll the never officer live creed that down, now? Justin, you'll never live that down. I'm a professional. Is that Labatt? Yeah, it's Labatt. Labatt's I don't want to. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, I know. We've already did, w- did that make it into like the first episode? It did. The whole Labats thing? Yeah. Yeah, it did. I don't want to recap it, but I mean, the hate for Labats is still strong. It's a good beer. Don't get me wrong. It's just, you know, my my stepdad is like th- the most American man I've ever met in my life. Just the, the dude bleeds red, white, and blue. But he is addicted to Labats. Like, I mean, that's all we have in the house. <laughs> <laughs> We're, well, 
We're it, two it miles like, from. Uh, it sounds Pottsville. like you're making a move. Uh, to right, you're, you're, it sounds like you're making uh, arrangements for uh, for a house. I am. That's. I mean. So that's we'll, really we'll talk the... about that. But you're going to be able to establish that uh, that ground that ground beer right for for the house. Oh yeah, it's going to be I Yingling. Think. It's going to be Yingling. Okay. See. So be. there you go. So enjoy the little bats for a few more few more weeks or, or what your timetable looks like and and then you'll be off to the races true very true i mean who am i to like yeah. complain about free beer you know like it's you not know when it's when it's free and it's cold you, it's hard to complain it's off-putting since we're on the hangover reference kick <laughs> <laughs> it's off-putting <laughs> but yeah let's uh what you got going on with the house situation my man yeah so i mean um that's really like it's kind of taken up all of my time the last two weeks just because of uh I mean, I, I kind of told you already, like I'm working out in Harrisburg, so it's like a, a pretty good drive every day, and by the time I, I get all my stuff done, it's like, you know, nine o'clock by the time I get home, and um, it's been pretty rough, but um, yeah, I mean, the house the house kind of happened out of nowhere. I started looking, and um, this house popped up, and I wasn't, wasn't about it at first, and we ended up going to look at it anyway, and walked inside, and I was like, yep, this is the one, so it's a little half a double. Um, right in downtown Allentown, which is cool, um, close to some good stuff, and um, still like you know, pretty much the drive is the same <clears throat> out to Harrisburg. So you know, it's it is what it is, but yeah, I mean, it's awesome. I can't wait. Hopefully, close in here in the next two three weeks. Okay, that's sweet, man. So pretty soon you'll have some some digs. Yeah, I can't wait, man. Can't wait. Overdue. I mean, I, I love living at home and it's fun and, you know, definitely enjoy being with my parents, but it's time to grow up a little bit. Time, I guess. To, time to head out. Well, it's not like you were, I mean, it's not like for the last five years you've been on your own. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? True. Like you, it's, you're just in a time of transition. Yeah. It's not like you've been trout bumming around America and, and mooching off the rents, you know? I wish I was. <laughs> oh, my too, my life was probably a, a, <laughs> yeah. a little bit better. In other news. <laughs> it was. <laughs> oh, man. I probably wouldn't have made as many mistakes in life if uh, <laughs> if that's what I was doing. Yeah, for sure. I should I shouldn't say that. It never hurts. I shouldn't say that. Yeah. No, no you're good. nothing's a mistake, you know. It's all it all happened yeah, for a reason, happens you know. For a reason. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I've been doing, man, and I know you you've been uh getting ready to move down to Polk and you know, start your new job down there and do all that shit, so it's been a it's been a rough couple weeks for us. It's tough. I mean, th- this will happen, you know. It's kind of like the the perfect storm. But yeah, pretty know. much. Yeah, it's been tough, but I mean, it it really hasn't been bad. Like I I think um, the biggest thing is just kind of coordinating our schedules again. You know, once we're both established, you know, I mean, just army life in general for you, Bryce. It's you know constantly changing and you'll go through periods of you know just like hand to the grindstone for months on end and then it'll kind of relax a little bit you'll get like a good little um little flow going and then it'll happen again but you know we'll we'll try and be better (laughs) we'll try and live our best lives in the podcast world from here on out yeah it's it's uh i mean it's nice because uh you know, we don't, we don't, it's not like we're doing the podcast full time. So it's nice just to be able to hop on and, 
and uh, and talk fishing and and catch up and and provide hopefully some some insight on on fly fishing related stuff and maybe some life advice here and there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take advice from us. Don't. Yeah. Don't take advice yeah. from us. Take it sparingly. <laughs> take sure. maybe fly fishing advice, not so much yeah. life advice. I don't um, know. But no, you're you're right. Uh, it's just tough sometimes to coordinate and. Yeah, man. I mean, that's just, that's life. But, uh, my schedule right now is pretty cool. Like, uh, I graduate on Wednesday with the actual course. So that's nice. And then, uh, a couple days left and then I'll head out, uh, next weekend to, to drive down to, to Louisiana. Are you, um, um, are you taking leave in conjunction with that? Yeah, but not really. So I'm basically just doing my travel days plus permissive and then I'll, uh, and that'll be like 14 days and then I'll just go to work. So I'm not really going to be burning any any actual leave days. That's not uh, a bad thing. Cause I'd rather, I'd rather spend them on, on a trip, you know, or something. Um, it's kind of it, like I took leave. I took 30 days when I came here, which was nice. Cause I had to get so many things taken care of. Cause you know, the, the hundred first doesn't play around. They don't, you don't have a lot of time for personal stuff. So <laughs> I, I took, no, my, you don't. <laughs> I took my leave and then basically just took 30 days and got like my life together again. <laughs> and then, uh, and then left. But, uh, did I tell you I drew for archery mule deer in Colorado? I know, I know you did. Yeah, so yeah. I'm pretty pumped about that. I'm, I'm like, I don't know how I feel about it to be honest with you. What do you mean? Well, I'm, one, I'm really happy for you, like it, it's awesome. But two, it fucks up our uh, our fly fishing trip this this fall. So yeah, fuck so you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, uh, so I drew, um, but but my plan here's my plan. So I am not taking leave, right? I'm going to go right down there and get, get to work in hopes of them giving me maybe a couple of weeks uh, near Labor Day. So in conjunction with the four day or, or somewhere around there, that way, uh, that way I can maybe like have a week or a week and a half off uh, to go to Colorado so I can hunt and maybe do some fly fishing. That's, I mean, that's so awesome though. Yeah, because so awesome. where I hunt, see, where I hunt is actually where uh, where I went to school. So like, I could easily fish. That's the same river I fished for four years. So I love. I could pretty much just go fly fish a little bit, and then I'm right. I'm right there. I'm like within 15 minutes of where I'd be hunting. Yeah, that that was the uh, the North Platte, right? Uh, no, no, that's uh, it's the Arkansas River that runs up through um, where is that canyon? Like Canyon City, kind of. Oh, okay. Uh, up in okay. up into uh. I forget the name of the town, but anyway, it runs into the mountains. I mean, you, you couldn't have asked for a better opportunity, though, to be honest with you. Like, I'm, I'm really pumped for you. It's going to be an awesome trip. Yeah, so, well, that's if it goes as planned and they and they let me have time. But if they don't, basically what I'm going to do is I'm just going to fly out to Colorado um, on the Labor Day four-day and just hunt for those four days. Because that's, I mean, that's a guaranteed four-day. So. Yeah. Are you, um, how long are you guaranteed that, uh? the tags uh the tag is good from august 26th or 27th to september 25th or 26th it's, oh, a, okay. mo- it's a month that's not yeah too archery's bad. a month long so it's the first season of the year in colorado yeah i mean it's doable you know i mean it'd be yeah. it'd be it'd be nice if you can get that extra like couple days of leave in conjunction with the four day you know, but yeah, man, it's just hard. Cause like I won't have been able to do any scouting really 
um, you know, no prep as far as like being on the ground. So it's basically just like going off of the, the knowledge I had and having to roll with it. Yeah. Now are you, are you stalking or are yeah, you spot, yeah. spot and stock? I mean, I, I figured with no prep, you're not going to be able to really just sit somewhere. No, you can't really set any stands, and it's hard out there, man, because it's, it's, like, super open. There's there's a few water sources, so your best bet is, like, if it's super hot, hanging out near the water sources uh, early and late in the day, and then other times just glassing and, and seeing where they're bedding down and trying to make a move uh, based on the wind. So it's a complete crapshoot, really. Um, and I didn't draw for elk. I put in for elk, but I, I ended up getting a preference point. I didn't actually draw, so I was kind of a bummer but at least i got one yeah yeah i mean now what what are you uh what are you typically looking for are you looking for like somewhere between 25 30 yards for a clean shot or oh that i mean that would be super ideal uh usually when you're spotting stocking um in in areas that don't have heavy timber it's hard to get that close without them knowing mm-hmm. uh it's definitely possible you just have to have, you know, a good spot to, to make the stock uh, that conceals you both from your scent and, and the site. But, yeah, ideally 30 yards, I would say. Um, I'd say the most – I'd say, like, the mo- like I'm only comfortable out to, like, 40 yards, 50 yards maybe um, on a live animal. I don't have the opportunity to really shoot super far all the time because the, the ranges just don't have that, that ability because a lot of guys like to shoot double – They'll shoot double. They'll practice at double what they're willing to shoot at a live animal. So if I'm going to shoot an animal at 40, I should be practicing at 80. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Which is a good thing because when you shoot, when you're knocking them down at 80 and you go to 40, you're like, it's a chip shot, you know? Yeah, the confidence is it, through the roof. Th- yeah. yeah, the the target's like so much bigger. You're like, holy shit. So, but yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, 30, 30, 40 yards is is ideal. Cool, man. Well, I hope you're able to to make it happen. Yeah, you and me both. Yeah, yeah it's been and so I'll do, long. I'll be able to do some whitetail hunting uh, in Louisiana, obviously, which will be cool. Yeah, it's really good down so there, right? It is really good down there. So hunting and fishing is amazing uh, down there. I've talked to quite a few people, and they said that that was like that if you like the outdoors, you're good to go. Yeah. So I'll hunt some whitetail, just like I did out Fort Campbell. You know, tree stand, hunt on post, hunt off post. Uh, and it's kind of cool because down there the rut is super late, so it, they don't actually start rutting until like December or January, and the season goes like till like February. Really? So, yeah, so it's it's kind of fun, man. So you get some good hunting late in the year. Is that um, is that for rifle? No, that's for bow. There is rifle seasons, but um, bow at least bow in the in the south, but bow hunting mm-hmm. is usually all year long. So it's the whole season. So like. As long as uh, if I'm hunting during it's gun not season, not even fair. <laughs> not even. <laughs> if fair. I'm hunting during gun season, I just have to wear orange, and it's only like a couple weeks out of the year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But other than that, I can be completely camoed up like normal. Oh no shit! Yeah, so I can hunt early season, like when it's still hot and stuff, or I can hunt mid season, or I can hunt late season. You know, during the rut, whatever. So yeah, you're gonna have a good cool. time down there, dude. Well, dude, you're hunting with a bow. Like it's so much harder. So it's like they give you the benefit of the doubt. They let you hunt the yeah. entire year. So it's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. I can't but wait. Anyway, I can't wait to get out. Podcast. We're about to make it a hunting podcast because <laughs> now you yeah, got no me on shit. hunting. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been so ungodly hot up here in PA that uh, I, I really haven't even been fishing a lot. Just out of because of the heat. Well, out of respect for like the fish, but more just out of respect for Absolutely. myself. You know, <laughs> like <laughs> I just can't put up with it. I can't drink enough beer it's to cool myself down. <laughs> Keep yourself hydrated. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Well. 
See, and the problem is, is like the fishing, those fishing packs aren't meant to pack a bunch of beer. They're not. They're not. You know, like you'd have to have like a separate backpack. Which I would. You know, I mean, like yeah. if I really wanted to, I could burn like one of my extra camelbacks. Yeah. You know, I could do that and just throw beer the in there. Bats. Yeah. But and away you go. But I mean, I, f- I fish around a lot of kids, you know, with like the, well, pu- the park. Well, I you before. Well, I. <laughs> <laughs> did that, that like when you cr- when you crashed that kid's that story camera. that story made it onto the podcast too didn't it yeah, yeah. That, that great. <laughs> so what would it matter if you had a camelback yeah, they would true. suspect they the worst known. they wouldn't have known like, that's not water <laughs> look at that beard he's got something sketchy look, in there look at him stumbling <laughs> in the water <laughs> yeah yeah he's not <laughs> why are you stumbling yeah. it's 8 a.m yeah. <laughs> do you ever see that that video of uh it's on youtube it's like the paps blue ribbon um uh, it's like the the homemade commercials for it, where the guy's like stumbling around in like his American flag shirt with or uh, shorts with like no shirt on, and he's like, "Paps, no. drink it, you asshole!" <laughs> no, I haven't you've never seen, seen, it. seen those. That sounds funny though. Oh my god, that that's just no, what it reminds me it. of. Like that's I'll like look it up. how people view me in the water. It's just yeah, like I'm I'm that that's asshole, you. you know. That's how I view you when I look down river and I'm like, "Oh, there he goes again." Yeah, Somewhere. Around. Just kidding. I'm stumbling. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, we, we talk about how you uh busted your waders. Oh. Yeah. Okay. How, who was yeah, stumbling then? There. Yeah. We'll go Sorry there. that I was hooked up with a fish and I had to run down river. You were pretty drunk. Yeah, I was really yeah. drunk. <laughs> so much fun. Well, yeah, that was. A great time. So, I started listening to Joe Rogan's podcast. Thank Finally, God, dude. yeah, dude, how good is it? It's really good. I mean, he's yeah, he's dude. just a great like conversationalist. You know, he's, yeah, he's awesome. Like, I mean, I I think he's funny. Yeah, but I don't think his podcast is more geared towards him being funny. You know, it's more just like he brings on really interesting people, and he does. He's so smart that he can just talk to him. Yeah, he can know? pretty much talk on any subject, yeah. which is awesome. Um. And it's fun because, like, you can kind of sift through and see who he talks to. And then, obviously, there's ones that are going to pique your interest or, and the ones that aren't. But I've listened to a lot of a lot of people on there that I have no idea who they are. And by the end of the podcast, I'm like, wow, like, I'm a better person for listening to that, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it, like, especially the last, I'd say the last, like, three or four episodes he's had on, it's been, like, I'm driving and I'm like, I need to be a better person. Like li- listening yeah, to dude. him, like I no. need to be a better person. You know, that's his biggest thing. You know, like being being a better person, like is gonna make this is make society better. You know what I mean? Like be as good as you can be to everybody. You know, within reason. Yeah, I I didn't realize so. he was a, uh, he's kind of he kind of leans left a little bit, like he's yeah. he's very like you know, um, liberal with some of the the things that he he puts out, which is you know cool with me. Like that's kind of how I lean. You know, not to make it political, but I just didn't think. Yeah. Joe Rogan, of all people, like he, he comes across as like a, a real like, you know, just I don't know, hard dude, you know, and then he's out here like you know talking about like women's rights and stuff, which is cool, you know, but it's just like it's interesting to see like the, the way his mind works beyond like, just the fucking bulky ass physique and you know, sick MMA skills and shit, you know. Yeah, like I. He talks about a lot of confrontational things, which I like because that's a very difficult thing to do without pissing everyone off. You know, like he 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 plays devil a- devil's advocate pretty well, even though like I know you know deep down he's got his own beliefs, which he's not afraid to share by any means. Yeah, I think it's great. Um, I think but what's it's great. cool, like yeah, he takes the left the left the left stance a little bit, but uh, 
what's cool is like he's still an advocate for for gun 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 laws and like and like hunting like you know super big conservationist and stuff like that um which is cool and that's that's the thing that i really like about him like i don't follow mma super close and and some of the other stuff but um as far as him being tied to tied to cam haynes and like donnie vincent like all these big name guys in the hunting industry that are really trying to help conservation you know it's like he he really gets it and it's he has such a he has such a large reach oh yeah that uh that it's it's like it's so good for the hunting community and or the outdoor community in general you know um cuz cuz people listen so yeah i mean he just he just schwacked a uh an elk i think recently like he went on like Did a big he? elk hunt I, at least i think he's always like um he's like talking about like the elk he's got in the freezer so i assumed he oh he so got that's one. that's still from last year Oh, okay. I think he, I think he shot two elk last year. So he did like an Under Armour thing with Cam Haynes, and they like Under Armour filmed it, and they went to Utah and they did a bull elk hunt. And I think he also killed one in California somewhere, on some ranch. But uh, speaking of Cameron yeah, Haynes, yeah, holy shit! If you haven't checked out this dude's YouTube channel, oh no, trust me. Yeah, I will. I, I follow Cameron on pretty much every social media thing. He, dude, he's like my idol, bro. I mean, he's like he's everything I want to be, but I know I can't. Fit, good dad, like yeah. super involved in the community, like politics, like super successful bow hunter, like <laughs> just chill. Yeah, I mean, just his <laughs> his life class act, his life outlook, and all of these guys, just their yeah. their life outlook is like intoxicating. It's and I think super I think positive. that's what makes them so popular. Yeah, man, because they're, they're not negative, you know, yeah. like they talk about it all the time. Like people try to go on their sites, you know, like on their and their comments and like say, oh, like you don't know what you're doing. Like you kill animals and and all this stuff, you know, and like they get on there and and they they refute them, you know, like he's like, I, I wish I could say that the, the 10,000 good comments, you know, make me feel good. But it's that one bad comment that that ruins my day, you know, not necessarily, but you know what I mean? Always. That's, that's it, it how it is, though. It's a, that's yeah, what negati- and, and, and negativity does. He confronts does. them, you know. Like he he openly he openly publicizes them. Like he's like, here they are. This is what they said. Like they're you know you're a piece <laughs> piece of crap. Put um, them on blast. But what he doesn't do is he doesn't just like he doesn't just say oh like f you you know like he explains to them why he does what he does you know like they they all tell a story and that's the important part like you said like it's almost intoxicating uh, with positivity right yeah they don't. <laughs> Whatever they're doing, like it's it's positive. That's why people people want to be around positive people because it makes you feel positive. Yep, exactly, man. So, like, if you want to be a negative Nancy, like, go pack your car by the harbor. You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> was that the potted, the potted quote? <laughs> Is that be. what it was? I don't know. I don't know. It's so, been years. So my buddy, my buddy that I met down here, super super cool cat. Um, he's a huge Boston guy, dude. Loves the Bruins, loves the Sox, loves the Pats, you know, just just Boston to the core, bro. Got a got a Boston B on his back, you know what I mean? Like just all the way, bro. Got the license plate, like just 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 full full Boston. <laughs> so Boston are the most po- passionate sports fans I think on the planet. Oh, hands down, um, hands down. Yeah, any Boston. I mean, you should know if anyone, but every any Boston person I've ever met is just like is next level. Yeah, I mean, one of the. I mean, I don't know if I told you about her but i i met uh one of my really good friends down in columbia um jacqueline she's a i mean she was from boston from situate i think is where she was from but she was like the same way but just so much fun like they're they're oh. all just like they're good people you know like 
I took I took shit because I was an Eagles fan, you know, and I Absolutely. like yeah, I mean, which is standard, you know. I'd be more upset if you didn't give me shit, but I mean, they're just like so much fun. Like I I've got I've got nothing but love for like every person I've met from Boston, you know. I've met really good people from there. So yeah, they get triggered real easy though. Like they they have you start they talking have a temper. about Tom Brady or you start talking about like. <laughs> You know, you know anything related to Boston sports? Like it's 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 immediate. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like the shit talking is 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 zero to a hundred real quick. Oh yeah, you know, that was oh, a Drake. Yeah. That was a Drake reference right there. But um, it, it's 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 second to none, man. Like I, I like the Yankees, you know, because I grew up in Utah. I didn't have a baseball team mm-hmm. to cheer for, so like I started cheering for the Yankees. And you're like, oh, I could have chose anyone in the country, but you chose you know the Yankees. Oh, you're a piece of shit. Anyways. I like the Yankees. I like the Packers. You know, like I, it doesn't really make sense because I'm like from Colorado, but that wasn't until I was like 12. So he gives me shit all the time. He's like, "So are you a Yankees fan or are you a Rockies fan?" I'm like, "Well, I like the Rockies because they're the hometown team, but I've loved the Yankees since I was a little kid." You know? Yeah. So we get we get into it, bro. Like we went to B-dubs. We watched two straight full baseball games, Sox Yankees, and like just talking, just talking so much <laughs> shit. It's it's the greatest thing. But anyway, so he's from Boston, so he, you know, his Boston little mannerisms and stuff. That's why I said what I said, because he's been rubbing off on me. Rubbing off on you a little bit. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. You just some character. Oh yeah, you know some, some ca- ca- yeah. character. Yeah, some East Coast character. You know. Yeah. <laughs> it's a special breed up here. Oh, it is. And he was like, he's like, oh, I know you got your podcast. He's like, do you guys talk about sports? And I was like, well, it's mostly an outdoor podcast. And he's like, well, f- fuck, man. If you ever talk about sports, like, have me on. I can talk sports fucking better than anyone. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, Kyle, I know you can, bro. I'll just, I'll just sit here and shit talk. We don't want to draw attention the, like yeah. that to ourselves. <laughs> I mean, I can't really shit talk. Like, I mean, I can. I mean, now now I got the Eagles yeah. on my side. Well, you, know? you ha- yeah, you could talk shit to him. Yeah. You just have to say, hey, super, the last Super Bowl. And I mean, yeah. what can he say? I mean, it'd be like Tom Brady is a Butterfingers, you know. Nick Tom Fol- Brady Nick couldn't Foles. catch a pass. <laughs> But did I only pass has ever been thrown? Did I tell you about like the the bet I made uh, for the Super Bowl for the entire season? Oh no, dude. Okay, so I thought I was still down in Columbia last season, you know, and uh, I was like, ah, like the the Eagles, like you know, maybe maybe make the playoffs, you know, maybe sneak into the wild card, like whatever, you know, not not a great season, not expecting much, right? Because I'm a perpetually like negative Philly sports fan, like everyone else. So I'm out with my friends one night, and I'm with that girl Jacqueline, and I make a bet with her that she can parallel park my truck in one one shot, not using the backup camera on this like busy ass street. That I'll wear a Pats jersey every Sunday for the rest of the football season till as long as the Pats are playing, right? So she agrees, obviously, and I'm like, if you know, if you can't get it, you got to wear an Eagles jersey. She's like, deal. She crushed this. She crushed it. I mean, she just whipped it right in there, just made a fool of me. And I was like, fuck, man. Like now, I went out, I bought a Gronk jersey, you know, <laughs> and I I wore it every Sunday, dude. And I was like watching the Eagles just freak four and one, five and one, six and one, just like crushing it and i'm like holy shit this might be the year i'm like how funny would it be if the eagles play the pats in the super bowl and i have to watch it in the pats jersey cheering for the eagles well that's exactly what happened and uh 
that was a very hard Super Bowl to watch just because I was getting berated the entire fucking time by every single person in the bar. Like, no one liked me. No one liked me. The Pats. When, you, when you're a true Eagles fan, yeah, the Pats fan. And then you're trying to explain yourself. And they're like, okay, yeah. sure, buddy. I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm like, I'm like a six pack in. And I'm like, you know, these Eagles fans are coming up, like yelling at me, like, sit down. Why are you cheering when we're scoring? I'm like, fuck you. I'm with you guys. And they're just like shitting on me. And the Pats fans are like shitting on me because I'm cheering for the Eagles. It was horrible. It was horrible. It was like the worst experience uh, of my life. So I didn't even like. I I celebrated a little bit in the parking lot by myself after the game. And I just went home, and I just, like, as soon as I got in the door, I ripped off that Gronk jersey, threw it on the ground, and I put my freaking Foles jersey on, and I was like, oh, yeah, here we go. Because I sat there and partied by myself. Dude, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah, it was great. Never again. I did not know that. Never. Well, yeah, because Thank you for it was embarrassing as fuck. Yeah, that is embarrassing, yeah. but, I mean... She she beat you on the bat, so at least, at least you honored it, though. Yeah, well, yeah I'm, I'm a man of my word. You know, I'm no, not. I know. I'm not know. an asshole. I know. Of course, I'm gonna honor it. And at least you got a Gronk jersey. If you got a Brady jersey, we might have to end the podcast. Nah, I got the Gronk jersey. Yeah, no Gronk's worry. chill, bro. I have nothing against Gronk. Yeah, I think I'm gonna give it to my brother-in-law though. He's a big Pats fan, so. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I found somebody to pawn it off on. So I don't have to look <laughs> at it anymore. <laughs> yeah, you don't want that in your house. No. Not with a not with a, not with the season coming on the horizon. No, no, we're about to get into uh, um, college football, boys. Oh, I I can't wait. I can't September wait. September earlier though, right? Yeah, this is. No. Yeah, it's uh yeah. last week of August. Yeah, last week of August yeah. when the games start kicking off. Yeah, yep. so we're not too far away. I think it's like forty forty three days, forty four days, something like that. So, can't wait. House divided, man. It's so funny. Like my my stepdad is a huge like. Um, Eagles fan, he likes Penn State, you know, ESU, like some of the smaller schools in, in PA. And my mom's a huge Steelers and uh, Pittsburgh Panther fan. So, like, it's a house divided during football season. I love it. It's great. And my brother's a Jets fan because he's a loser. I don't know what that's about. but Yeah, I, yeah. You can't help the people that can't be helped. Yeah, I know. I like. Well, you want to know how he, how he got on the Jets kick, right? He was like no he idea. was like three, and we were watching Big Daddy, that Adam Sandler oh. movie, and he's like the god yeah the goddamn Jets, and he wouldn't the stop god saying damn it. Goddamn Jets! Yeah, <laughs> so funny. So he just became a Jets fan because of Big Daddy. I'm surprised he didn't become Scuba Steve. I, oh, uh, shit. I almost became Scuba Steve. I pretty much am. I, I think we all did. Yeah, but pretty just close. Just a little bit. I'd be, I'd be Scuba Steve. I think I still become Scuba Steve. Yeah. When I'm in the, in the tub, but. That's, that's a great idea. That might happen later tonight. Scuba yeah, Steve. I, I might scuba Steve. No, this honestly, up. I've been working out, you know, and uh, dude, my body is like it, it hurts like really bad. So I've been doing uh, Epsom salt baths. Ooh. Yeah, to to help like it, it really helps with muscle soreness and tightness. It kind of helps with the lactic acid. And, um, it's actually really I do the eucalyptus one, so it's like kind of calming. I do it at night, and then I sleep super good. I do it like you know I do it like once a week at the end of my work week, but it's uh it's life changing. Should try it. It sounds a little feminine. It does. Why? But and I said the same thing. But my buddy's like, trust me, you'll feel so much better. And and I did it, and I was like, holy shit, my body feels so much better. Like I think I'd do that if I had like the luxury of privacy in this house. Yeah, you yeah. Know? I mean, yeah. Once you get your place or whatever. Yeah. Knock it out. Like I'm I'm pretty sure if like any of my sisters heard i was taking a bath i would be just ridiculed mercilessly for the rest of my life 
So that's a consideration on on my end. Uh, that's a risk you have to take yeah, for, for your know, body. Man. You know what's it what's it know. worth? Yeah, I I live alone, so <laughs> the only one judging me is Ellie. <laughs> you know what I mean? And she loves it because yeah. she can come over and chill. Ellie, and drink some bath water. I'm like Ellie, it's not good for you, but <laughs> do you? Yeah, dude, I don't know. Kind of fun. I'm, it might happen. It's probably gonna happen anyway. Yeah, I'll you just try it. it. Yeah, I'm gonna you try won't it. Regret it. I'm gonna try it. Yeah, you're looking good, dude. I mean, yeah, you can't see Bryce through the podcast, obviously, <laughs> but I'm looking at him, and I'm liking what I'm seeing. So I'm a little boy. Nah, man, you're filling out. Filling out. I mean, I remember. Yeah. I remember when you were just a a young, young buck lieutenant. You know, twenty. Yeah, I was a scrub. Yeah, twenty two years old, fresh out of college, just fucking yeah. skinny as shit. You know. Yeah. Now you're filling out, man. You look good. Thanks. You look good too. Oh, thank you, my. Grizzly Adams beard. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like your uh, your body. Oh yeah, oh yeah, check that out. Because you got, do you got some pipes? I can't see. It's out of the screen. No, out, oh, that's how big it is, dude. It's out of the yeah. screen. <laughs> Even the Skype screen can't get it, boys. Oh, look at those pipes. Dude, you've been getting in there, yeah. haven't you? Yeah, trying to. I stopped running. So Shut up, yeah, bro. I'm getting getting pretty getting pretty Your chunky pipes. around the midsection, but the pipes are filling out. So dude, the pipes are looking. Gronk esque. I mean, yeah. If I wasn't f- like five eight, hey, five nothing. The point. I think I'm good. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I'm good. All right, we had a okay. little little mix up there. What is that at thirty? Yeah. Uh, thirty-seven forty-five. I'm still okay. recording, but yeah, I'm, so am I. I didn't stop recording. Yeah. yeah. Right, anyway, okay, we're we're back. Yeah, we are back. Just a little mix up there. <laughs> God damn it. You're pressing shit on there, aren't you? Yeah, I got it. I'm good. It, it's that, that same stuff I had issues with last time. Yeah. But I just like completely forgot how to fix it. But I figured it out quick. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. The glor the 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 best part about an amateur podcast is we can just do whatever we want, so Oh, uh, we can. Yeah. We don't even have to edit it out. Yeah. Because we don't have to. No. We don't have people we don't have people like running this shit for us. This is me and you. We don't have anybody running this shit. No. <laughs> we don't have anybody listening to this shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> it There's doesn't matter. There's as many people working on this podcast as there is listening, yeah. and I call that a win. <laughs> Episode four, we had two listeners, me and Bryce. That's called winning. Yep. I just listen to myself talk. I don't know if that's like narcissistic or what, but <laughs> let's be honest. There's more than two listeners. Yeah, there was. We got some family and friends that are into it, you know. Yeah. Not, not There's no way to know how many people listen to it, is there? I mean, I'm sure there is. Not not that I've really bothered Dug looking into it. Yeah, <laughs> it's because I mean we we just got it on iTunes and we haven't really released anything since we got it on. So no, we haven't at all. No. Yeah. What were we talking about, though? That's the question. Yeah, I mean, we we kind of went off on a tangent there. I think we need to we did. bring it back to some fly fishing. Oh, no. I was asking you, uh, even though you went all the way fishing a couple times, I wanted to hear about it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, so it was the 4th of July was probably the last, like, major, like, time I spent on the water. Um, and it was kind of, like, it was kind of weird, man. Like, I, uh, I went out probably around like 7:30 and I hit like one of my local rivers and um did really well to start 
I caught like maybe three or four uh, nice rainbows, just like in the the ten, the fourteen inch range, and um, all of a sudden, like everything kind of shut off. Like it started getting real hot, um, and I noticed that like some of the fish that I was catching were kind of lethargic. So I kind of you know took a step back, and I was like, ah, you know, like the hippie in me. I was like, all right, maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll stop and you know let, let these fish kind of um, you know, take it easy. And, uh, I found a little pool that had like a little, like uh spring fed inlet, I guess, you know, some water flowing into it where the water was a little bit cooler. So I figured like there'd be some, uh, some fish stacked up and, um, first cast in, I hooked like a fuck, I don't know, like a 21 inch rainbow. Um, he was massive. He's so big. And, um, he took me for a ride, like probably dropped about, I don't know, 20, 30 yards downstream, which is always bad news when you're hooked into a big fish with like a little fly, um, when they're running downstream from you. But, uh, I had like, I had like six and a half X on, so I had to be really careful fighting them. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. You know, it was, they were kind of spooky. Water, water was low. So, um, you know, it's tough and you gotta kind of come to terms with, you know, you're not gonna be able to manhandle this fish. Um, but it's also hot and you've got a big fish on, you try and manhandle him, you're going to snap the line. If you just keep fighting him, he's probably going to die um, fighting you that long. So I, I made a I made a decision. And I was like, all right, I'm going to you know try and get him out of the current real quick using some side pressure and um, tried to scoop him. I missed with my net and he popped off. So that sucked. Um, it's one of those where you're just like, God damn it. You know, it's like. Mm-hmm. I I yeah, saw so him. Close. I hit him with the net. You know, I just swiped his tail. Like, I touched him. You know, tagged his ass, but um, <laughs> he got off. Uh, so that's cool. How about that booty win? Um, but then I mean, like, I I mean, you don't know how much it weighs. It's kind of hard. Yeah, it's 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 hard. You know, it's hard to to come to terms with it. But it's like that the fish that got away. You know. Um, yeah. But then I went back upstream uh, to the same little like pool that I was fishing. And um, ended up, like, I don't know, maybe five, six casts later, I hooked into an even bigger fish uh, that ripped me 50 yards downstream in the first 15 seconds of the fight and completely destroyed everything. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I, I, have to, I have to imagine that that fish was at least 22 to 25 inches. Um, I'm pretty sure it was a brown because he, he kind of dropped in the water column so like a rainbow will kind of freak out in the first yeah. you know the first couple seconds of the fight they'll kind mm-hmm. of rise up and uh breach the water and just kind of lose their mind for a little bit but like a brown um there's just something about them where they're just more like um they just drop in the water column um so i'm pretty sure it was a brown but i i don't know for sure um and then immediately after that I hooked into a nice like 16 inch brown that um, ended up popping off. So I had like a pretty rough stretch. Yeah, I, I don't know what it was. Um, I At least you're getting into them. I mean, it's it's tough, man. You know, like it's probably. I mean, it's, it's a fairly small river, right? It is. I mean, like the uh, I have I have one spot on the Lehigh on the Little Lehigh that um, I mean I'm sure everyone knows about it, but um, I don't see a lot of people fish it hard. Cause it, it kind of, uh, um, it's, it's almost like a little hidden gem because it's, 
it's like a six inch riffle um it's very very tiny very skinny riffle um that kind of opens up into um a lot of tree cover over top of the water and you really can't tell that there's like a little pool it's like probably three four foot deep and like a little run that runs into it and the fish are just stacked up there because they've got like plenty of cover um but i mean it's like my favorite spot to fish it and almost every time i go out i I stick one or two big fish out of there um whether i can bring them in or not is a whole other (laughs) a whole other issue but um yeah i mean it's not a big river At, at that point it's probably like I'd say maybe ten foot across, if that. Oh wow! Yeah, it's it's really skinny. It's like Deep Creek. It is like Deep Creek. It's a lot like Deep Creek. Um, That's awesome. But it's a little bit. It has like, in general, the water is just a little bit deeper than Deep okay. Creek. You know, like where Deep Creek, it had like like on average maybe about a foot deep, and then you had like certain spots where it was a little bit deeper. I'd say the Little Lehigh is more like two or three foot deep on average. And it'll have, like, spots where it's, like, six, seven foot, you know. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, but I, I love fishing that river. And the, the new house I'm moving to is maybe five minutes away from it, which is even better, you know. Priorities. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, you have to drive, like, probably four hours to go trout fish? Well, right now, yeah. From Polk? Uh, when I get that, however, when I get down to Louisiana... Um, literally like superb warm water fishing, mm-hmm. right? Within like 10 minutes of my house. Like, I mean, talking like huge bass, gar, you know, crappie, um, small mouth, anything really that's wa- warm water. But, um, and then down in Lake Charles is actually, uh, Lake Charles itself is actually a salt water. So like uh drum and stuff like that. And like, uh, re- I think redfish and whatever else, like they'll come they'll actually come up into those inlets and stuff near the lake. So that's. That's only forty minutes, so yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, not a, not as good as uh, as your situation, but I mean, just kind of on the other side of the spectrum. I mean, you can make the argument that like you're catching, you get the opportunity to catch much oh, bigger for fish. Sure. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. You know? I mean, you know, trout are near and dear to my heart, but there'll be a lot of fishing to be had. So hopefully, I can I can get back on the saddle and start start bringing in some some good fish. Yeah, and I mean. You have an opportunity, a, a great opportunity to, like, really round out your your fly fishing knowledge, I guess, you know? Like, not a lot of people can be like, yeah, I, I know how to, to fish for trout in on the East Coast, on the West Coast, you know, still water. And then I know also know how to fish for bass, gar, drum, redfish, tarpon. I mean, you've, you're, you're going to be exposed to all of that shit. And that's awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah, I think it it should it should be really good. Um I know I'm going to probably latch into some some pretty 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 big fish. So I think I told you this last time, but uh I'm going to have to make a rod upgrade here probably pretty soon. Another one. Another one. You just did that. Yeah. You just I upgraded. Know. Well, I got I got the Helios, right? For 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 check nymphing and it and it's great. It's a great rod, but uh that's not going to do the job. And I only have a 6 weight. That's the biggest rod I have, and that's that's fine for bass and whatever else. But you start getting into those fish that weigh twenty, thirty pounds or or more, you need probably like a ten weight just just to be safe. Now, are you thinking about going spay? Or um, no. 
No. No, because like it's it's not really river fishing. So I mean, you can still cast that way. Yeah. But uh, these other rod, they kind of look like spay rods. I mean, it's just a it's just a ten weight with a fighting butt. You know what I mean? So you could spay cast it. You know, or or could I say I could go use that ten weight in Alaska and and spay cast for you know salmon or whatever, but. I guess maybe the handle is not quite as long. Oh, uh, okay. Butt. You see what I mean? Yeah, on yeah. A spay rod, it's a little longer, so you actually grip it and whip that. Yeah, because it's, like, it's like the two hand. But like, the fighting, yeah. yeah, it's really just a fighting butt. But I mean, they're pretty big. I don't know. You probably get it on there. It's interesting. I just I I really haven't put a lot of thought into the heavier weight rods. You know. Yeah, I mean they're they're stout. Oh, what what you got there? What what you got? No, I'm I'm texting you. Oh, you're texting me? Why? Yeah. What are you texting? What do I have something on my face? <laughs> oh my god. All right, we got we got a little uh little intermission here, so I'm just gonna monologue real quick. So Bryce in his rush to uh to talk to me because he loves me so much, um, decided that he was going to forget to plug in his computer. So that's what we're dealing with right now. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt because he is moving. And as the podcast Skype video goes in and out, and now we're back, I'm really, really proud of him for being able to to troubleshoot that All real right. quick. Yeah, I'm done with my monologue now. You, you should have heard it. Was it good? Yeah, it was pretty good. I think I was just I'm back. I was just killing time, you know. I yeah. was I was saying, you know, as much as I, uh, you know, you were in such a rush to talk to me because you love me so much, and I haven't talked to you. Oh, in a that while. I forgot to get my charger. Yeah, but I said yeah, like I give him the benefit of the doubt because he's moving and he's got stuff all over <laughs> the place. So yeah, no, for sure. I was like, oh fuck, I don't have my charger. <laughs> <laughs> Computer's about to die. I can't. In the middle of a podcast. This is this is great. We we've had a lot yeah, we've of we've had a couple yeah we've, we've had a couple hiccups. Couple this hiccups. Is, uh, yeah. This is, yeah. This is this is top notch. Yeah. Top notch editing. I'm gonna I'm I expect you to edit all of this shit out. Or I'll just keep it all. Probably just keep it all. It's it's more yeah. it's more um, endearing. It gives the podcast character. I'm all about adding some character. Yeah. But anyway, so where we were at, we were talking about how Bryce is gonna have quite an opportunity to fish for some you know fish that a lot of people never get to fish for in their lives and um he's going to take advantage of it but we're talking rods and what what he'd need to be able to make this happen and uh how he's going to upgrade again for the second time in like two months (laughs) which is awesome yeah, man. It's that ca- uh, it's that captain's pay, bro. Yeah, you know, the captain's pay certainly helps uh buy some new gear. <laughs> but uh I don't know, man. I just don't want to risk it, you know? Like I, I mean, how big of a fish can a 6-weight handle? I mean, you it's you would you get know? worked. You would get oh, worked yeah, with a 6-weight. I, I would I wouldn't be able to to yeah. do much. I mean, you can probably you gotta you have can fish for bass. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm not worried about the bass. I mean, it would have to take a extremely large bass to break my six weight. I mean, I've I've had some close calls on carp with with the six weight, but um, that's it, man. Like I can't I can't go down to Lake Charles with the six weight. No, that shit will break. No. So I think I'm gonna upgrade to like a ten weight, which 
uh, arguably could catch shark anything from sharks to tarpon to redfish to salmon. You know, it's pretty versatile. I just have to look for, just look for a ten weight that I want, and then just look for a good reel with a disc drag and stuff. Sealed disc drag because it'll be saltwater. But yeah. After that, man, I really, I know, I always, I always say this. I'm like, oh, after that rod, I won't need any more <laughs> rods. And then next thing yeah. you know, dude, like I can't even fit all my rods in my in my little fly fishing uh, tough box anymore. Really? There's too many. Well, yeah, because you bought you bought the glass rod, the the three. Yeah, I got, I got the glass right? rod, and then I've got the uh, the loop, and I've got two Reddingtons. Yep. I've got the uh, I've got the Helios now, and then I have like that other Reddington that I just use when I'm like dicking around to teach people how to fly fish. Yeah, it's like a it's a two piece, which I hate two pieces. I just keep it because like I've te- I've taught a couple friends. You know, I'm like, hey, before you go buy a rod, like you can use this one to cast with, or we can go out to the river and I can show you. Now that way, if they like hit it with split shot or if they hit it on a tree or whatever, you know, it's like, I, I don't really care. Yeah. So it's nice to have around. It's just a utility rod. Absolutely is. I mean, that's, that's a great, really, honestly, it's a great piece of advice for anybody out there. Yeah, man. Like, I, you know, trying to either get into fly fishing or, or has friends that want to learn. Like I've, I've had some pretty close calls with my, my sage and with my, my Cortland and my, my syndicate rods where I've taken people out and I'm like, dude, like they're whipping this shit around, you know, but it's like, you don't want to say anything cause you don't want to like throw them off. So it's like, yeah. Hey, you do you and just, you know, cast. But like, if you have a backup rod, like break it out and, you know, teach oh, them on that. Most certainly. You know? Cause when I went to Utah, my brother, my brother's like a, he's a spin guy, right? That's pretty much what he's grown up doing. He's like, I think he's 41 this year. And so he's pretty set in his ways. But I was like, Hey, like I got extra equipment. I'll hook you up with a check nymphing setup. It's not that difficult. This is, you know, these are generally the motions. And I kind of just let him go, you know, on his, on his way when we were at the river. And next thing you know, I like, it's pretty quiet. And I'm like, I'm like re-rigging my stuff, smoking a stogie. I hop across the river and I go up through the weeds and I'm like, I'm like, Josh, I'm like, you good? And he's like, I'm hung up in a fucking tree again. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I'm done with this. <clears throat> he's like, this shit's too frustrating. And I'm like, I know it takes a lot of patience. And he's like, well, the problem is, is you gave me two flies. Those two flies are gone and I have no other way to re-rig this. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, yes. He's like, I'm done. I'm just reeling it up and I'm going to follow you. And I was like, I, I don't blame you. So it's kind of funny, but yeah, it is nice to have that extra rod and, Something that's really, uh, really cool. I don't know uh, how much you've been s- surfing around on Instagram, but uh, Brian Glass, he uh, his account's like Wild Trout, I believe, mm-hmm. um, on Instagram. If you guys haven't followed him, he's like, he literally catches the biggest fish I've ever seen in my life. But he goes on this trip up in Washington, and they're actually searching for uh, for rainbows, and they don't find any rainbows hardly. Like they fish all day on this river, and they don't really catch anything. Like super, super uh, disappointed. But the, the key point here is that, like, he brought all of his gear, right? He brings all of his gear on all of his fishing trips. So he had, like, two 10 weights in the car, a 10 weight and 11 weight. Like, why he had shark fishing fly rods in his in his car, They the, he, he mentions it in the video. He's like, I don't know why I had these. But I guess they, like, met up with this dude. And, uh, and he's like, yeah, we were catching sturgeon. And he was like, what? Because they, they went to a different location, mm-hmm. right? Because they had caught no rainbows. And he's like, y- you're catching sturgeon? And he's like, yeah, man. They're like three or four feet long. And he's like, what? On the fly? You know, like super, super blown away because that's like not common. Yeah. Like they say you can't catch sturgeon on the fly. 
Uh, and, and he's like, yeah. And he's like, if you're really lucky and you can get down to the further areas of this river, um, there's ones that are like seven or eight feet long. Holy shit. That weigh like 250 pounds. And he's like, he's like, no, this can't be. So he breaks out. Sure enough, he breaks out the 10 and 11 weight with it, him and his buddy. And they tie like, you know, giant musky streamers mm-hmm. on there, pike streamers. And they start catching these sturgeon in these little pockets and these little these little channels. And they're like three feet, four feet long. I mean, they're still bending the absolute shit. Oh, yeah. Rods, you know. Uh, but it's super cool, dude. It's on the fly, and, like, he has them flipped over, and he's, like, taking the fly out. It's just, it's rad. So, anyway, they, they pull out the fly craft, right? Because they're out, and I think they're in Utah or Idaho. Um, so, they pull out the fly craft. They inflate that bad boy, you know, like we Oh, do. I love the fly craft. And uh, they throw it in the river, and they start going down to these deeper areas, right? These big, big slow bends, right, that are, like, 10 foot deep. And it's a pretty clear river, and he has a drone. So he sets up his drone, and he flies the drone above to kind of do scouting for him so he can kind of spot these fish. Mm-hmm. And they finally see this huge shadow, and, and he's like, dude, he's like, is that a fish? He's like, there's no way that's a fish. And sure enough, it moves, and it starts swimming, and he's like, dude, it looked literally like a mako shark underneath our boat. And it was moving, and he just he drops his fly, his, like his right streamer, in front and of it, it drops straight down and <laughs> sucks it up. Dude, fish on, bro. And he starts fighting this thing. It's his buddy first. Starts fighting this thing, dude. And he gets it in. It's like six and a half feet long, and it was like 158 or 170 pounds, something like that. And, uh, dude, just incredible, incredible, incredible. Like you have to go watch this video. It's Wait, on, it's what's on YouTube. The, what's the name of this guy? It's Brian Glass. His name what's is his, Bri- uh, Brian Glass is his name. And the then his, his account name is Wild Trout. Wild Trout. Yeah, we can, we could probably post it or whatever, but, um, yeah, like I would recommend anyone out there that likes fly fishing to go check it out. It's, it's unbelievable, man. And, uh, he ends up hooking into another fish himself and I, I won't get into that. I'll, I don't want to ruin it, but. Um, it's it's worth the watch. For it, sure. Yeah, this dude is crazy. Oh, dude, he catches he's he got catches huge mammoth. fish. Yeah. So and and like his his Instagram story today, he was talking about going fishing. I, I don't know if it's his girlfriend or his wife or whatever, but um, they went out night fishing. And he's like, how many how many fish over twenty seven inches do you see in that pool in that pool? And she's like, oh, at least eight or nine. And he's like, yeah, and they won't eat anything. <laughs> like, he was throwing streamers and nymphs and, you know, everything he had in his box. And, like, they just wouldn't eat it. But he, he's like, dude, he, he slays big fish. Yeah, man. I mean, every every single pick on there is just, like, fish is, of a lifetime. Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah, they're monstrosities. You know, like, I think his new goal for this year was, like, a t- he said he wanted to break the 20-pound mark on a brown in the, in the continental U.S. Like, <laughs> how, do you, how do you even get to that point? You know, like, uh, how do you I mean, get he's already caught. Point? Most of his goals was to catch 30-inch fish, right? So he wanted to catch like a 30-inch brook trout, 30-inch rainbow, a 30-inch cutthroat, a 30-inch brown, and he's done that. So he wants to now catch a 20-pound brown on the fly. Yeah, I mean, I don't I mean, where, that's where just, you find that, I don't know. Well, that's what I, I really mean. Don't. Like how, like if if you take him and you're like, all right, like I live in Allentown, Pennsylvania, you know, and I'm like, I want to catch big fish you know like how do you, like i just i just don't get how you even start to be like i'm gonna target big browns you know like well so i think i think step one is living where big grounds live yeah i mean um, <laughs> i think that's so he's in like utah idaho montana he frequents all those places british columbia uh washington state so like 
he has access to um to a lot of a lot of good water and then i know he has access to a lot of people that that have tipped him off just as just as they he probably has to them you know with it within a close community of course like yeah you know, i share all my stuff with you as do you share it with me um so once you kind of get going you start networking um, you can kind of start dialing in, you know, where, where's the best chance for me to latch into this thing? It, it, you know, maybe it happens, maybe it doesn't, but at least you're, at least you're there and they are, you know, the chance is there. Yeah. Uh, and he's really good, man. He's good with streamers. He catches most of them on streamers, I think. Um, you know, cause in big fish eat big meals most of the time. So that's your, that's your best chance. And, and the thing is, is when you catch, when you hook into a fish like that on that gear, it's the, your chances of getting them in are so high or I wish I'd say a lot higher than on six and a half x on a 20 size 20 yeah because it's so stout Inch. you know you're right you're so light, it's like your I mean, leader you have a six inch streamer you're fishing zero x you know the chances of a not failing and stuff are you know are, are, are not as high you know of something breaking or a hook straightening out or whatever so yeah but he, he released like a little uh variety pack of streamers it's his go-to package so he has like two two versions of each uh different pattern and that's all he really fishes that's like his he's like i've literally been fishing these for the last 15 years and now i'm finally putting it out you know um for other people to go buy so anyway it's kind of cool he he's a good dude like that that would be awesome like somebody like that to have on the show would be um would be awesome oh yeah and uh we're still working out the kinks for how to get people to call in because we're because we're amateurs but amateur hour over here we'll figure it out one day yeah. And you guys will largely benefit from it with all the knowledge that uh, they present that we don't. Yeah, I mean, just streamers alone. Like, I am so far behind the eight ball just because I'm, I am I really am addicted to nymphing. Um, it's hard, man. It's hard yeah. to get away from what you're good at, you know? And that, like, I think some hockey player once said, they were like, why do you always practice, like, why do you always practice this? And he's like, well, if I always practice what I'm good at, how would I become a well-rounded player? So he focuses on his weaknesses, you know, even though he knows you could go, you know, drill these slap shots all day long. He tries these, these other things because he's not as good at them. Yeah. So like you could pretty much go to any river and I'd be confident to say you could pull in, you know, a good amount of fish on, on your check nymphing because you're good at it because you do it all the time and you've, you've done your due diligence on setup and research and tying your flies and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Um, but it's, it's where you start breaking out and you start fishing the dries you know, take take only your dries next time you go. Don't take any nymphs. You know, take your dry fly rod and your dries because it's like, well, either I'm going home empty-handed or I'm catching or I'm catching yeah. something on these dry flies. You know, um, or or take your streamer box, your little you know streamer box, and and say, hey, I'm only going to fish streamers, and if I don't catch anything, then so be it. But you're better for it. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, absolutely. I've even been tempted sometimes not even to bring my nymph stuff, just bring my streamer stuff because it forces you. To, to figure out a way to coerce these fish into eating, right? And sometimes the streamer bite's super good. Sometimes it's not. There's better times for others. But the bottom line is, like, it's going to it's gonna help you as far as, like, technique and stuff, you know? Yeah. So, and, I, and we're all guilty of it. I mean, I'm guilty of it, too. Um, but he's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's not. <laughs> and he's and it shows, not. bro. He, he, he slays. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, having somebody on like that that can give pointers, you know, and, like, hey, hey, here's some tips for your setup. Here's some tips for techniques based on times of the year, stuff like that. And I think, like, dude, that's a wealth of information that these guys have, you know, that, that I know. And I know they're bros. Like, they're, they'll share, you know what I mean, like like what's going on. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, when you when you think about just all the different experiences that other people have, you know, like, I mean, just between you and me, I mean, mm-hmm. I've, I've never fished out West, you know, yeah. um, you have that wealth of knowledge that I can tap into. And I mean, how many times are we on the water where we're like, you know, 
I'm just like scratching my head and like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing right now and like hey just you know drop drop this off or you know tie this on and you know fish it this way or you know maybe try an induced lift on it and induced take like I mean it's just all those little things and it's just like you pick up from just talking to other people and that's yeah. why we're we're trying real hard to get you know get our system set up so that we can start having other people come on and you know even just amateurs man like if you talk to other amateurs yeah no like, i'm not saying it has to be like you know pat dorsey yeah. and and kelly gallup you know but like i want i want are, kelly gallup are, on here well that would be dude that would be i i would fly i would man. fly kelly gallup out to you know <laughs> to, to allentown yeah bumfuck egypt allentown and oh, be dude, like he would crush the little lehigh with you he, bro. oh he would he'd and crush he would just it. slay he'd crush it He'd catch the he'd catch every big fish in there yeah. and just leave. I'd be like, God damn it, Kelly. He'd be like, uh, I'll tell you what, Justin, you get me a cold Labatt's and I'll uh, I'll put you on some fish. <laughs> yeah. He'd be like, All right, he'd be right, like Junior, stand back, stand back and let the hey, big listen, boys go junior, to work. Step back, I'm yeah. about to catch this yeah. fish. Like his, but no, man, I I mean these guys like like I think Brian Glass and Brian um and Briar Kelly, that's another guy uh, that's on Instagram that's super super uh good fisherman. Um, they've got like forty thousand followers on Instagram, which is pretty good. Um, I mean, that's great. But they're for the just fly average dudes. Industry. Like, I mean, I think I think Brian. I don't know what he does for work. I know he's sponsored by a bunch of different uh, different fishing companies, but he doesn't fish like you know. I don't think he fishes for a profession. He 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 does. He I think he was going to school and he does something else now. And then um, uh, Briar's like up in uh, Alaska, I think, working up there. So I mean. They're just, I mean, they're normal dudes, you know. They just, they have a the the deepest passion there is for for fly fishing, man. They got that, the knack, like, like I said. They got the knack. It would just man. be special to have them on, man, and just pick their brain a little bit. Absolutely. So we'll uh, we'll figure that out because it, it'll add uh it'll add some some serious power to yeah. Our, I mean, some some more some more podcast. knowledge that's being dropped is what we're what we're looking yeah, for. Yeah, for sure, man. Mostly for myself because I'm selfish and I want to be a better fly fisherman. Well, so. that's the thing. Like, not only do the listeners benefit, but like we do too. You know, I always brought up that I listen to the the Wired to Hunt podcast, um, which I started listening with, to as well. So yeah, with Mark Kenyon. And yeah, like, dude, their, really their podcast is good. They BS in the beginning, and then he has like really good people on. You know, because like it is a wealth of knowledge. Like. I listened to that dude for I listened to that for like five months straight when I was bow hunting and, and it I did nothing but benefit from it, you know. And that's the cool part is like he doesn't know everything on his podcast. Um, you know, nor do nor do we. I mean we have we have information to offer, but it's it's those experts dude that have been doing it for, you know, such a long time that you wanna you wanna pick their brain, man. Oh yeah, absolutely. So I'm pumped. Like we're we'll figure yeah, it out oh with yeah. those guys. Speaking Get of those being, guys an invite. Speaking of being pumped, I didn't mean to cut you off there, but no, you're good. Um, I'm finally tapping into all of the great fishing out in the center of the state. Okay. The state College, like Spring yeah. Creek, Spruce Creek, the Junior. You went up there. Uh, you went up there the couple I, like last week. I did. Or did you not end up going? I didn't, man. It um, uh, it ended up like I think I want to say it was like 99 degrees out. Uh, like it was pushing, yeah. pushing triple digits, and uh, no, you're doing the right thing. Yeah, I mean, it's it it's a so lime. They're, they're limestoners, so it's not yeah. that bad, but it's still bad. Yeah, for sure. And um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of a bummer, but um, yeah, I mean, I think that's. I I honestly, it makes me kind of sick to my stomach being a like a, a native keystoner, and never having fished those rivers before. You need to hit up um, the Delaware, man. 
that too. That's you, like man. you've been. You, that's all you talked about. You're like, when I get up to PA, I'm gonna fish the Delaware. Like you, you, you gotta go. It just didn't happen, man. Like the the way the way that the weekends worked out, the the conditions. Yeah. You know, it just. I think this fall will be a good opportunity because you can link up with your uh, that guy you know, and then. Oh uh, yeah, my old coach. My old yeah, football and then, coach. Uh, and then hit up the Delaware. Like temps will be down, the flows will be down probably, and, and you'll be you'll be in the money ball. Yeah, I mean, he, you'll have honestly, you'll have some work under your belt. He would be. He'd be a great resource to have on here too, because he's been okay. he's yeah, been fishing be northeast Pennsylvania for years. For, yeah, he's very yeah, good. Dude. But um, I'm open to I'm open to any yeah. suggestions. I mean, that's sure. as 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 much of an asshole as we come off as. You know, like we we do we do have a couple friends in the. Um, <laughs> we got friends, we got but <laughs> they're definitely in low places, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is Garth just the Brooks way we want it, we want it to be. Garth Brooks reference. Oh, there. don't even start. Don't even start with Garth Brooks. I know. Brooks. If I get you started, you'll have another ten Labats, and you'll be you'll be cranking them out. Oh, like you know I American will. American Idol, American you know Idol, I will. Uh, Bourbon and Brown. Calling, calling Baton Rouge, and then I'll be calling, <laughs> yeah. calling Chris up and <laughs> singing to her. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, that's great, man. One of my one of my greatest greatest achievements ever in fly fishing was completely scaring away everyone on the South Holston from our campsite. Eight. Except for that one guy. Yeah, I mean, he was drawn to it. He was the <laughs> guy that I had to let out of his trunk. Yeah, <laughs> in the morning to smoke a cigarette and BS with us, dude. <laughs> Great this, this guy, guy this guy. Great guy. <laughs> wearing his wearing his muck boots and his gym shorts. This, this guy is just like locked, literally locked in his car. He locked. Yeah, he couldn't get in. out. He couldn't get out. It was like he's five like, thirty hey, in the morning. <laughs> You let me out of my hatch. And it's all muffled like, because he's inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because he can't open the window. I'm like, what? Wait, is this going to Oh, see? dude, I'm dying. I'm dying right now. Yeah, that was that so was funny. That was something else. It really was. I was I was a little disappointed in him because I, I, I threw him a beer, and he didn't just shotgun it right then and there, which he should have after that debacle, yeah, was, the fiasco. Sure. Like, we definitely could have just let him but. sit outside, you know, like just like out there just like tapping on the window like hey man hey just screwing with them but you know we we did the right thing and let them out but absolutely you know at least you can do is shotgun the beer i gave you mm-hmm. but well uh i think we'll i think we'll wrap it up yeah it's that time man huh yeah i think uh next sunday next sunday i'll be in my new house uh with or without internet uh to be determined but we'll we'll draw something up for uh for the Sunday after that, yeah, and I think, uh, uh, I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a hard push to to buy that little that little thing uh, so that we can have people call in. Awesome, yeah. I mean, it's it's gonna it's just that little. It'll start. Like a little it'll start kicking box. off here, man. You know, it'll start kicking off with the uh, the relay box, and you know everything's starting to settle down. So I'm excited. Yeah, and you guys should yeah, be too. too. Be excited. Oh no, dude! I'm I'm pumped, honestly. Like I I really am. I'm in good spirits because I'm gonna have a lot more content to bring you. Like I'm I'm trapped out here, bro. I'm yeah, it's trapped. been tough, like, dude. I'm not miserable, but like I am miserable from like the 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 fishing standpoint. I just uh, it's an outlet for me, you know. Like it's something I love to do. It's a it's a decompression, and I and I don't get to do it. So bass or crappie or whatever it is, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be coming with it. So <laughs> it'll be good. Awesome. And I know there's a lot of people that can relate to that from from a bass or from a fly fishing standpoint because there's not a lot out there on fly fishing for for that kind of stuff. Um, as far as 
you know, content. Like everybody seems to be just fishing for trout. Um, or that's the focus. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm interested. I'm yeah, because it's all streamers. I mean, yeah. it's pretty much completely streamers or or, or top water. Yeah, like which, little poppers you know, is, is a whole nother ball game. But yeah, it's uh, I'll be able to provide quite a bit of information, so that'll be fun. Yeah, I'm gonna pick your brain because that's you know another one of the the many like fields of fly fishing I want to get better at. Oh, I'm so. bringing your ass down to the bayou. You bet. You better believe it. Oh, don't tempt me with a good time. You come down there and get some spicy gumbo and some. Uh, some crawdads, and then uh, we'll go out on the on the fly craft and and just crush it. I mean, you you know me. I I really do like Louisiana. Like I, I had know, a man. I had that's a really a, good that's time. Not a bad place. I had a really good time down at Fort Polk. Like as, as shitty as like JRTC was and like the army, like mm-hmm. I you, you can just tell the the atmosphere and like it's very very rural and like you, you've got it. It really is a sportsman paradise because yeah, you know 100%. it's just. Um, it's just America, really. Mm-hmm. It's as America should be. So I'm I'm excited for you. I think it'd be a good time for you, and uh, I'm I'm pumped selfishly to get down there and drink some gumbo, maybe see some LSU girls, uh, maybe some Tulane girls. I don't know. I don't think be enough Rouge. time. I <laughs> yeah, I'm super excited to see Baton Rouge, so I can just belt <laughs> out some Garth Brooks again. Oh, so. Man. 